Good day and welcome to Natural Health Dialogue. We are in liver month. And so we're learning all about cleanses and flushes and uh, just about the liver in general. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things we learned last week is uh, one of the biggest stresses on the liver, not the biggest, but one of them is overeating. Right. So what the corollary to that might be, I'm thinking, I don't know, we'll find out from naturopathic Dr. Randy Lee here in just a second, that maybe if what we eat might have an impact on de-stressing our liver and helping it be more healthy. Randy, what can you tell us? A absolutely. We, we've talked about uh, uh, a regular cleansing of the liver and then an emergency flush if that comes along. Uh, this week, all we're going to really talk about is uh, some diet uh, considerations, and some supplements that you might use to keep your liver healthy. Obviously, if you're eating right, if you're taking care of your liver, it doesn't have to be cleaned as often. The flushes may never be necessary. There are a lot of people that don't ever do a, a liver flush, and, uh, and it's not a particularly pleasant thing to do. So if you want to stay away from those kinds of things, um, just watch out for what you eat and its impact on your liver, and uh, also some supplements that you might take to keep your liver healthy, or to do some little minor tweaking of cleansing as you go along, uh, so that you don't have to do the major things. Like I said, I do one major liver cleanse in uh, in June this month, uh, but I but and and I do it every year. Uh, but that's because uh, I just want to be on the safe side, make sure that I keep a, a good healthy liver. Absolutely. Um, and because we, you know, we talked about how important the liver is, that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. I, I, I do recommend a regular cleansing regimen. Uh, and, and because of the importance of the liver and what it does in your body in terms of cleansing, I do recommend that you do some kind of a detoxification of the liver uh, at least once a year. Um, some, uh, I'm going to divide this up really into uh, three little sections, each of them only a minute or two long, but uh, some special diet considerations are due um, to the common functioning of the liver in general. So uh, very briefly, some diet considerations. This does not mean that this is everything you need to eat for the liver, nor does it mean uh, that you have to eat these to have a good liver, uh, but they are things that you should consider when you're looking at your diet. Um, one, uh, and we talked about briefly uh, two weeks ago, uh, the liver manufactures cholesterol, and the liver uh, gives you about two-thirds of the cholesterol that you need, and you could consist on a no-cholesterol diet with just what the liver produces. So now you say, well, why do we need cholesterol anyway? Well, uh, cholesterol actually works as one of those um, uh, items in your body which keep everything lubricated, mm. uh, which keep everything moving. It's sort of like the oil that runs in your car. Mm -hmm. uh, it's something that helps your body to function and to keep all of the organs from getting friction or getting inflammation when they rub together because you've got cholesterol in there. So it's vital for the, uh, uh, both for the cell making of cell membranes and cell structures. So you can't make cells without cholesterol. It's hmm. also vital in the synthesis of uh, hormones, vitamin D, and a number of other substances. Your body can't use those if it doesn't have some cholesterol. So it is necessary uh, but too much of it can become a problem for you. So consider what you're doing in the way of cholesterol. Pay attention to the amount of cholesterol. That's most most uh, processed foods these days, when they list the ingredients, they tell you how much cholesterol is there. 
Mm. Pay attention to that. You don't need a lot of extra cholesterol if you're, regardless of your diet, because the the liver's producing cholesterol. Now, Randy, how much cholesterol just comes in a natural diet? We don't even need to think about it because it seems like it's in all the foods we eat, right? Yeah, you could get by without ever doing supplemental cholesterol because you will get enough uh, in normal food intake mm-hmm. um, unless you're on some really special diet. Uh, because the liver produces it, as long as the liver's getting the nutrients it needs, it's going to produce it. Uh, mm-hmm. So you, you have to pay attention to that. Okay. The other thing is the liver also stores glucose uh, in the form of glycogen. Uh, the body has a feedback system, and every time the meals, uh, whatever you're eating, it tells the, the liver to release more sugar if it's, if it's needed. And mm. so... There is a mechanism within the liver that talks about that. So consequently, if you're getting too much sugar, you can really mess up the liver's malfunctioning and the liver's uh, guidance on what the body needs to do about that sugar. So you can easily have too much sugar. So reduce simple sugars from your diet uh, can also help to uh, ease the production demands on the liver. So yet another reason to stay off the processed sugar. Yeah, every time we talk about a body system, I can give you reasons why you ought to stay off of processed sugar. <laughs> right. uh, it's, it's damaging. It's the number one most inflammatory agent that you can put into your body. So if I pulled Period. your string. Oops. You sorry. got it. I'm, <laughs> yeah. um, then there are diseases of the liver. Everybody's heard of cirrhosis of the liver. Uh, we usually think of a heavy drinking, when we, and, and that is one of the real causes of cirrhosis. But basically, it's a degenerative inflammatory disease uh, that results in hardening and sca- uh, scaring, sc- excuse me, scarring of liver cells. And um, you, just, you just don't need to uh, take care in order to take care of that chronic inflammation within the liver, uh, make sure that you uh, stay away from those things, uh, the illicit drugs, uh, overabundance of prescription medications, uh, alcohol, anything that you know is going to damage your liver, stay away from it so that you stay away from those diseases. Mm. And then, uh, and then this, the fourth one is kind of an odd one, keep the colon clean. Regularly use herbal detoxifying blends uh, if you work in an environment that contains non-toxins and and limit your alcohol intake. So those are all things that are diet considerations. The second thing, and it took a little longer there than I wanted to, but uh, the the second consideration are some supplements that you can take. Um, All of the liver's processes require vitamins, minerals, and, and proteins. Therefore, like on most every body system we talk about, I say you need a good quality vitamin mineral uh, 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 supplement to take. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, there are a bunch of herbs. We mentioned several of them um, uh, last week. I'm not going to mention all of them except uh, two or three and what they do. Alfalfa uh, is an excellent source of vitamin K, and a deficiency of this uh, can lead to uh, a leak in, uh, to, to bleeding in your body. Uh, the silymarin and milk thistle is shown to, in scientific studies to repair and rejuvenate uh, the liver. Uh, red yeast rice extract helps to get rid of cholesterol, slows down the, the liver's function, uh, production of cholesterol. So if you've got too much, you can even slow your liver's production down in addition to cutting some of it out of your diet. Um, things that don't deal specifically with herbs, drink lemon water to wash your liver. Uh, a little bit of lemon, a teaspoon of liver, and a glass of water is wonderful for helping to uh, uh, 
uh, to keep the liver uh, functioning uh, correctly. Hmm. Choline and inositol are B vitamins that help to uh, uh, prevent the, some of the diseases and the high cholesterol that comes from your, from your liver. So take a look at those. And then liver healthy foods. I'm gonna list three or four for the sake of time. I've got a whole long list of them, but uh, red beets, especially raw or shredded in salads are probably the healthiest food for your liver that you could eat. I know a lot of people don't like beets. Uh, raw beets shredded up in a salad actually tastes pretty good even to people who are staunch liver uh, fanatics. Mm -hmm. uh, dandelion greens, which you can get this time of the year when uh, God gives us those toxic herbs at the time we need them. When the dandelions come out, if you're not doing pesticides on your yard, pick those young tender greens and put them in your salads. They taste very similar to arugula, a little bit of a bitter herb, but they also help with, uh, with taking care of that. And then poor choice foods include heavy animal proteins, processed foods, junk foods, refined white flour, white sugar. I'm back on that mm. again, but those are things <laughs> that are all damaging to your liver. And then uh, in a previous blog, we noted uh, the fact that it's, and it's refer worth repeating here, overeating is probably the most common cause of liver malfunction. Mm. Uh, watch what you eat. Stay aware of how many calories your body actually needs and try to find healthy calories to give you what you need and try to stay away from excesses. That'll, that'll save your liver quicker than anything else. Mm. And um, there are so many, many ways to alleviate stress. And we said before that stress is very hard on, on degenerating uh, your liver. So if you want to keep a healthy liver, try to lower the stress. And um, just remember this, a good healthy liver doesn't just happen. You have to be aware of the things that are putting uh, stress on your liver and making lifestyle choices and diet choices that will help you to, uh, uh, to, get, to get your liver healthy and keep it healthy. All right. Thank you, Randy. Uh, illuminating as always. And for everyone, until we see you again next week, we pray you have a very healthy liver. Until next time. That's exactly right. Amen. Amen.